Good morning, everyone. So we don't we don't always understand why God organized things like the way that He does. We don't always understand why certain things are something that God wants us to commit to. As I was reading First Corinthians thirteen this morning, I begin to think about the importance of this scripture. So I'm sure you've noticed or have ever have had an experience or just had a grandparent or just knew a person who was older who seemed to be bitter. And you you see in their actions, you see in the way that they talk, the way they communicate you see in the different addictions and the things that they have going on in their lives, the effects of high levels of bitterness. So in our youth, the Lord will tell us to do certain things or he will put certain things in his word that we should abide by, we should listen to, we should we should agree with, we should work with so that we are not the one, we're not ones to be that that mean old person, that dark old person, that impatient old person. So in today's lesson, we are going to go back through 1 Corinthians 13, and we are going to discuss what charity is and what charity is not. We need to always be reminded in aware of what charity is and what charity is not so that we could strive to be what it is and what it is not. Charity is complex but simple because some of the some of the descriptions of charity seems simple, you know. I I may not be that way. And then some of them are complex because not only are you presently that way, that's how you were raised. That's what your experiences tell you. Being made aware of something, it it, it corners you into making a decision. It, it puts you in position to choose what you want to be. Therefore, you, you choosing what you want to do will show what's actually in your heart. So if you have an understanding of what charity is and you have an understanding of what charity is not and you still choose to not walk in levels of charity then you are choosing foolish ways you are choosing to rebel against the lord you are choosing to disobey god because he not only put these words in the bible for us to just see them with our eyes he put them in the word so that we can become what we see by faith through grace So 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it starts off and says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or tingling cymbal. So although you have great communication skills and you, you can speak well, but if you lack charity then you are only making noise. And the noise that you are making is distinctive and can be looked at as annoying and intruding. 
verse 2, it says, And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. This is very clear. We do know what the gift of prophecy is. We know what it means to understand. You could be that. You could be the top prophet. You could know. You could see from God. You could have visions from God. You can have high levels of understanding and high levels of knowledge and even faith. Faith that is so great that could like seriously remove some things in your life and shake some things in your life. But if you don't have charity, then you are nothing. So something minus charity brings you to nothing, which then makes you a vain person. So vanity is having the gift of prophecy, understanding all mysteries and all knowledge, and having faith to remove mountains, but not having charity. That is vanity. That's what the Bible says is vanity. That's, that's vanity. That's empty. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't do anything for you. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burnt and have not charity, it profits me nothing. You could do so many good things. People can know for you to be such a kind person, such a generous person, such a giving person. You help this person. You buy this for this person. You be available. You're an ear for that person. You're, you, you're, you, you come for that person. That person loves to be around you. But if you lack charity, if you don't have it, it doesn't bring you anything. So not only is it vanity, it doesn't bring you anything else beyond the vanity that is already there, that you are already classified as. Verse 4, this is what charity is. Charity suffers long. You're in that situation and you don't see the end, you don't you don't see the light at the end of that tunnel. You feel like the situation is repeating itself over and over and over again. You feel like you keep running into the same situations with the same types of people or even the same person and it's been for years. Well, charity suffers long. God, I don't want to suffer long. I feel like I should not have to be uncomfortable for more than this amount of time. I'm fine if I am if I am uncomfortable, but I don't think it's necessary for it to, for me to be uncomfortable for this period of time or for this frequent, this frequently or for this consistently. I, I don't think that I should be in a state of suffering for longer than this period. I don't I don't think that that is true of me. But then the word of God says charity suffers long, though. So you can do whatever you want to do. Just understand that that's not charity. It says, and is kind. I, like, charity is kind. Charity is giving. Charity, charity is simple. Kind is simple. It's nice. It's preferable. Charity envies not. Charity is not jealous. Charity is not bitter. It doesn't 
look at something to lust after it, whether it's things that are normal or things that are sexual, it that's that's not what charity is. Charity vaunted not itself, is not puffed up. Charity is not pride. Charity doesn't think better. Charity doesn't present better. Charity doesn't do any of that. Does not behave itself unseemly. Charity doesn't act any kind of way. Charity is not loosed. It's not loosed. It, it, it doesn't just say what it wants. It doesn't just do what it wants. It's not vulgar. It's not profane. And what am I saying? Your emotions in a difficult situation would want to evacuate the situation. Your emotions in different situations would desire to give the silent treatment. Your emotions in certain situations would dis- would make decisions inwardly and say, it's not that serious. I'm not going to put in that much effort because it's not worth it. Don't, but it doesn't behave itself unseemingly. It's uh, charity is predictive. It is predictive. I can predict it because I know that it acts a certain way. It's just. It's humble. It's full of mercy. It doesn't seek her own. Most say that we live in a dog eat dogs world. That means it's all about you. If you got to step on that person's neck, step on that person's head to get above them, you're going to do what you have to do. Because at the end of the day, we're all we're all alone and we're all just trying to make it to the other side. But that's a lie from the devil. I can't seek my own. Charity doesn't seek its own. It, it, seeketh, it seeketh not her own. It's not all about her. Charity is not selfish. I'm not focused on what I can gain or what I'm losing in this situation or in this relationship or in this circumstance. Is not easily provoked. That situation won't make you respond in ways that are ungodly, even if you desire to. It's not that simple. Charity is patient. It waits. It waits. It's not easily provoked. It's not quickly provoked. The Bible says that anger rests it rests in the bosom of a fool. If I'm quick to be angry, then I'm a foolish person because anger lives in my bosom. It sits there. But yet the Bible says charity is not easily provoked. It's not easily provoked. It thinks no evil. This is a big one because people in your life, they're going to do things. They're going to say things. They're going to they're gonna, um, present life situations to you. They're going, you're you're gonna find out things. And you have to force yourself not to think evil. The reason why we grow older and the reason why we get bitter is because we don't cast down the imaginations that fill our hearts and we don't cast down the imaginations that fill our minds and our souls. And that is the state in the older people. And when I say older, I'm not, 
I'm I'm referencing, I'm not really saying all old people, all people who are of a certain age, of a particular age, are bitter or have are malice in heart or are um stubborn, but those who don't confront the parts of their hearts that lacks that level of charity that we read about in 1 Corinthians 13, you will become that. You will become that. It says, thinketh no evil. I can't think that that person meant evil. I can't think that that person was intentional about their evil doings. I can't sit there and try to make out a situation that 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 wasn't the case. Charity does not do that. Charity does not assume. And that is the area that most get in trouble in in this world because we are uh, we assume we assume, we say, that person did this because of that. That person walked past me because of that. That person looked at me this way because of that. But if you are walking in levels of charity, those, those words should not be able to frame from your lips. They should not be able to come from your lips because God tells us that that's not what charity is. But I'm supposed to be a charitable person. I'm supposed to be a person that loves I'm supposed to be a person that doesn't think evil. I can't I can't communicate my thoughts of evil. I can't conceive evil in my heart. I can't think evil. I can't think that that person was intentional about what they did. I can't say that, oh, no, that person did that on purpose. No, that's just that person. I have to learn how to control my mouth. I have to learn how to control my heart. I have to learn how to control my emotions because that is what's going to get me in trouble. Not only is not controlling my emotions going to get me in trouble, but it's going to keep me out of heaven. So aside from being on God's God's bad list, you know, aside from being 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 among those who God he walks away from, Aside from all of that, I've still got to make it into heaven. And the reason why Jesus is, and the reason why the Lord God, and I'm going I'm to say Jesus because, again, Jesus is God, as we all know. The reason why Jesus has these different things in his word is because he already understands what happens if you think evil long enough. He already know what happens if, if you seek your own desires long enough. He knows what happens if you're easily provoked. He knows what happens if you are not long-suffering. He knows what happens if you are not kind. He knows what happens when you you envy. He knows what happens when you're jealous. So then he tried to give us a description of a word that matched what that is not. But it's up to the people... To choose who and what they desire to be. Because at the end of the day, we all know this saying. You can lead an animal to the river, but you cannot force them to drink. So Jesus, in his love, in his compassion, in his grace, and in his mercy, gives us this thing called a Bible. And we are supposed to be reading the Bible. And not only should we be reading the Bible, 
we should be becoming what we're reading so that it could please our father in heaven. And so that people could see our good works and glorify our father in heaven because they see that our actions are different from the world. There is no charity in the world. They don't understand charity. The world thinks that charity is giving money. The world thinks that charity is giving toys. The world thinks that charity is giving clothes. The world thinks that charity is giving shoes. But that is not what the Bible says. The Bible specifically speaks against it. And we see that. We see that in verse three, it says, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to be burnt and have not charity, it profits me nothing. So we don't want to be the kind of person that in our youth, we were so flexible, so moldable, so malleable. So, you know, just people could shape us and make us anything like, and when I say people, I'm saying God, we don't want to be the kind of people that in our youth, the Lord is doing all of these great things, but then we reach a plateau all because we're not confronting the levels of where there's no charity, the levels of lack of love, lack of charity, lack of patience, lack of meekness, lack of the ability to suffer along as we see in Galatians chapter five, verses 22 and 23. So, I cannot think evil. Not only should I think evil, I don't think we have enough. I don't think we could afford to think evil. Because you got to understand, thinking evil begins to make some breaches happen in your relationship. And you try to figure out what's happening. <coughs> Excuse me, you're trying to figure out what's happening. You're trying to figure out what's going on. There's breaches. There are open doors because of you, not because of the other person. One of the things that I've been strongly meditating on these last three weeks is what I can do to make situations better. It's not about the other person. We live our lives based off of the people around us, and we should not do that simply because they are they are and can be figments of your imagination and that when you die, that person is not going to be there. So whether you decided to hold a grudge, whether you decided to walk in levels of unforgiveness, whether you decided to be deceitful, whether you decided to be two ways or double minded and you treated that person based off of how they were making you feel. So if a person made you feel a particular way, you decided, man, I'm going to treat them like how they treat me. Okay, well, I can't treat the people around me like how they treat me because at the end of the day, God is going to judge that person, but God is going to judge me and I matter more. I'm not saying that we matter more than the people around us, but at the end of the day, how is it that 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 person, they're going to fix their situation, you know, they're going to get it right, but it's you. A lot of times we're so busy focusing on those around us and what they're not doing, but we're not confronting the areas in our hearts. We're pointing the fingers at that person and saying, that person is a hypocrite. That person is rebellious. That person is fake. How could that person worship if they have open, if they have open eyes, you know, and, and we love to quote scriptures about other people, but then we don't understand when you point one, one finger at yourself, you're pointing four other fingers back at you. 
When I say, no, God, look at that situation over there. Look at her. You're just going to let her be that way. Look at him. You're just going to let him be that way. And God is saying, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. You can't think that you are so good that you're going to point a finger at another person and tell me on them, but you're not going to confront the levels of pride in your heart. You're not going to confront the levels of hate in your heart. You're not going to confront the levels of evil in your heart. So we don't want to be hypocrites. We don't want to say, God, what about that person? What about that person? No. I've got to work on me. As bad as it sounds, it's not as bad when you're healthy enough, when you've taken the plate out of your own eye, when you've removed the beam out of your own eye. Increasing the levels of charity is you removing the beam from your eye. And it's a part of not thinking evil. You can't say that person is thinking evil, but you're thinking evil. You can't say that person is easily provoked, but you're easily provoked. You can't, you, you can't not like what people do when you do the same thing. And so I've been asking the Lord, help me. Father, help me not to be the person that hate the things that people around me do, but I'm the same exact way. Help me not to be the kind of person that judges those around me, but I am the same exact way. I respond the same exact way. I answer the same exact way. Help me to not be the kind of person that says that person is just that way, but I'm actually just that way as well. Don't let me be a hypocrite. Don't let me be fake, Jesus. Increase my levels of charity and love so that I can spend eternity with you. Because I do understand all those who obey you will spend eternity with you. All of those who submit to you, they're going to spend eternity with you. All of those who obey your voice when you speak, they're the ones who are going to spend eternity with you. And I want to be among those. Verse 7, it says, Bear all things, believeth all things, hope all things, endure all things. If you feel like you lack charity then you need to begin to exercise areas in your life that will encourage the Lord to pour more more out on you. You've got to have strength to have charity. You've got to have hope to have charity. You've got to believe to have charity. You, and you can't, you can't be lazy if you're a charitable person because it's going to require work and it's going to require effort. Just like how a lot of these relationships that we may have require work and effort in order to maintain high levels of charity, I can't be lazy. Because laziness tells me they can stay just like the way they are. I do not need to talk to that person. I do not need to communicate with that person. I do not need to wave at that person. I don't need to go talk. I, I don't need to do any of that. Yeah, that's laziness. You know, oh, I'm going to treat that person like how they treat me. No, ma'am. You got to put in more effort. You got to work harder. It's not about age. It's not about wisdom. It's not about knowledge. It's not about how long you've been in the faith. 
Are you a charitable person? Do you love Jesus? Do you want Jesus to bless you and to keep you and to allow for his face to shine on yours? Do you want him to keep you in all of your ways and to direct your path? Do you want his word to be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path? Do you want, to, do you want for Jesus to keep you in perfect peace as your mind is stayed on him? Do you want him to honor you? Do you want him to change your name and to keep your name, the name that he's called you? Or do you want him to look at you as if you're the same person with the same struggles, with the same issues, who are not concerned about levels of charity and levels of love? You need strength because verse eight says charity never fails, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, now I know in part. But then shall I know even as also I am known. And abide faith, hope, charity, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. So I've got to understand that I don't want to be bitter. I don't want to be 63 years old and hardened. I don't want to be 42 years old and hardened. I don't want to be 38 years old and hardened all because I'm not increasing my levels of charity. I'm not increasing my levels of love and all because I don't know what it looked like. I don't know that it looks like something. I don't know that it sounds like something. I, I, I don't know that charity is not gossiping. I don't know that charity is not talking about people. I don't know that charity is not being willing to make amends and fix a relationship. If you sense that it's something off about that relationship, a lot of times we want to wait for the other person to get it right. You charity can't wait. Charity cannot wait. There's work to be done. I worship too much to have these different balances. I have too many. I have too many different things to do to, to go in depth to charity. Like, man, you're lacking charity. And actually, you're not just lacking. You don't have any and you're in the negative of charity. And what happens when we're in the negative of charity now is like we need levels of deliverance because you need God to pour out on you. You need for God to pour out in your heart. You need for God to pour out in your mind. You don't want to be in the negative of charity. You don't want to lack charity. You don't want to have not enough because you got to understand every day that you await is going to pull more from you. Today, you're going to have to be kind. Today, you're not going to have to be easily provoked. You, you, you know, things are going to happen in your day. And you got you to gotta say, man, I cannot think evil today. I, I have to suffer long today. You got to wake up with that on your mind. Not that bad things are going to happen, but you also have an awareness that you don't know your day. We wake up in the morning and we sow. 
but we don't really know. Not saying that we expect for bad things to happen, but we don't really know what our days are going to consist of. But I can promise you that if you have levels of charity, levels of faith, levels of hope, levels of of, of the love of God in you, as you are going through your situation, as you are meeting your situations face to face, then God release more grace so that you can overcome. And he he released more grace so that you can do it with a sincere heart. We don't love out of obligation. I'm learning that. You don't love people just because it's a body of Christ and we're supposed to love. We don't love just because we have to, just because the word of God says it. We we want it to be in our hearts to do it anyway, with or without that person, with or without that thing, with or without that circumstance. I've got to be a charitable person. I've got to love like God, like how God loves. I've got to give like how God gives. I've got to be who God wants for me to be at every moment. I cannot afford to do what is in my heart. I cannot afford to submit to the the desires of my heart. I can't afford to be like the world and, and how the world refused to forgive, how the world refused to let go of the different situations that are happening. I can't be like the world that remembers the past situations and treat people in my future based off of the people in my past. I can't be like the world. I have to be like Jesus because that is what he's calling me to. And Jesus loved people. Jesus loved people who did evil things in his presence in their hearts. And we know that he loved them because he corrected them. He rebuked them. And the Bible says he corrects those who he loved. So we want to be the kind of people who love God. Love God and have charity for people. But not just love. Because the world has perverted the word love. We need charity. We need charity for everyone. We need charity for everyone. Intention, being intentional. Being willing to go the distance. How far? Because charity does not get tired. Charity will keep going and keep going. And it never fails. It doesn't run out of strength. It doesn't run out of energy. It it doesn't change its value over time because of wear and tear. It endures. It believes. It has hope. And my encouragement is that you will put it on and become what the Lord wants you to become through high levels of charity in your life. With that being said, we'll talk.